and welcome to the Bad Feminist Essay, um, which is a podcast which I have just developed, where we talk freely about feminism in South Africa, Africa, and the wider world. Now, this is a place for us to explore what feminism means to us as South African women and how it has changed the course of the world so far. I'm going to talk to guests in this podcast about their feminist issues and their values and what feminism means to them. I've wanted to talk to incredible women who are doing incredible things for the longest time. And I've been so inspired by the amount of podcasts which have been coming out recently. I've really just kind of wanted to get in on the whole thing. So I decided to make this podcast. So welcome. This is the very first episode. Um, a couple of things before I really get into things. Um, this episode is just going to be kind of a bumper introduction episode where I kind of explain to you where this podcast is headed and what I want to achieve with it. Um, it'll just be a bit about me as a person, who I am, uh, how I kind of found out I was a feminist, I guess, um, because unfortunately you do, you have to have a point where you're like, oh my goodness, I'm a feminist. And um, there just does come a point in your life where you realize that. Um, so I wanted to talk about when that point came about for me, um, what I've been doing, and what feminism has meant to me, and some of the women who constantly inspire me. Um, now, an apology before I carry on in a very feminist manner. I'm going to apologize to all of you. <laughs> I should not be apologizing, but never mind. Um, just in case you were wondering if you can hear it, I don't know if you will be able to, but um, I've got my windows open because it is so hot in South Africa and I've got the fan on. So if you hear any weird sort of white noise in the background, I guess, or if suddenly it starts to rain and go a bit crazy, I am sorry. We have very changeable weather here which you'll know because you're probably a South African, but then again, you might not be, so who knows? So I thought I would just <laughs> start that with a little disclaimer, which is, um, yeah, which is essentially my I'm a feminist but, I guess, um, in the style of the guilty feminist. So um, to start us off, uh, there are a couple of things that I kind of wanted to talk about, and one of those things is the word feminist and the word feminism and whenever you say these words there's always a reaction and it's always quite um, a big reaction one way or the other. I think that many people think that feminism is about wanting to in some way sort of get rid of men I guess or how to even put it um, sort of to put women above men maybe even. Um, now, for me, that's definitely not the case. And when you look at the definition of feminism, it's defined by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary as the theory of the political, economic, and social equality of the sexes. So, especially for me, but for many of the... In fact, all of the feminists I've spoken to have thought along similar lines. And it's certainly the femi feminism that I know and love just wants equality um, and equal opportunities. I think a lot of times, and I've noticed it recently with a very popular morning podcast, um, there will be three 
or more men sitting around a table discussing things about women, like, um, I don't know, just remakes of movies and things like that, and why women maybe shouldn't be put in roles that were previously filled by men. And it's kind of an odd thing for me because obviously for them it's great because they're always represented in in the media and they're always represented in life, in fact. And so to have sort of all these men sitting around a table telling me that, oh, yeah, no, but women are basically there just to be sex symbols, just to be admired, to basically be a pair of tits on TV, just doesn't sit well with me. Um, yeah, I just, I don't like it, but that is my personal point of view. Um, so and that's kind of what really gets to me in my day-to-day -day life, where I just will see and hear things. I'll, I'll see men talking around a table about women. And, um, I mean, I had an incident a couple of years ago where a family member, in fact, I think it was only a year ago, a family member of mine, a man, um, not my father, sort of was very, made a very crude comment to a waitress while I was at the table with, with, my family, and obviously this man is part of my family. So he made this very crude comment to this waitress about um, she bent down basically to pick up a knife or something, and he made a very crude comment. I'm sure you can guess what that was, um, and it really didn't sit well with me then. And back then, I wouldn't really have considered myself a feminist, I guess. Or maybe I kind of I kind of did. I kind of thought, yeah, I'm a feminist, but I didn't do anything for the cause and I didn't really even understand what feminism was. So it was kind of a pointless exercise um, in terms of my life. But I have since then, I think in the past about maybe eight months, I've learnt an amazing amount from some absolutely incredible women. Um, and I've had the opportunity to meet some of these brilliant, brilliant women. So um, the inclination I got to start this podcast for women in South Africa is basically, I did mention it earlier in sort of a weird method of foreshadowing, um, is The Guilty Feminist. So The Guilty Feminist is a podcast hosted by Deborah Francis-White and previously it was hosted by her and co-hosted by Sophie Hagen. And basically they talk about issues of feminism and why they're guilty feminists. Um, so, you know, things that feminists shouldn't do, you know, in the ironic sense. Um, and how they're just not very good feminists in general. But I think that's kind of the beauty of it. And Deb, particularly, has managed to create... Um, Deb, by the way, Deb has stayed on. If, you haven't, if you're not familiar with The Guilty Feminist, Deb has stayed on, and um, Sophie has gone on to do a lot of work. That, Deb is a comedian, um, and I have met her. She's a brilliant woman, and she does a huge amount of very important work. Basically, she's managed to create this space within the Guilty Feminist where women just feel empowered and safe and where they can speak freely about what has happened to them and 
what happens to them in day-to-day life and how things affect them. And I just heard it and immediately felt like a part of this group. And it was such an incredible feeling. And I have been looking through... I mean, there are a limit to the amount of South African podcasts at the moment, but that is an at-the-moment thing, and I think they will be coming out the woodwork fairly soon. But there's just not that many people podcasting. I mean, if you count out Cliff Central, um, there's not many people really doing it on their own terms. And I have seen a couple of bloggers doing it. But um, I've seen Cliff Central has started a podcast. Well, they had a podcast called Man to Man Talks, which I thought was interesting, um, and I have kind of started listening to it. But what I did find is that Cliff Central, owned and run by a man, and a lot of the people there are men, I guess. Um, so I'm kind of just putting this point of view out there that there are women. And in fact, Gareth, you know, he's a lovely guy and his producer is a woman and I have met him. I have been interviewed by him. He's a really lovely person and a stand-up guy. Um, But I think sometimes you just miss a female opinion. Sometimes, you know, you just need a woman to actually sit in the room and give you their actual honest life experience opinion. And I think sometimes that's sort of lacking Now, I'm not out here to start beef. I'm not interested in that at all. Um, But I just want to put my point of view out into the world. And I think it would be great for a lot of South African women if they had a place where they felt they were included and they felt safe. So having said that, now I want to be cognizant of the fact that I aspire to be, and there's a reason this is called Bad Feminist Podcast, because I'm not a great one. I aspire to be, but I'm not one, not yet. And I am incredibly cognizant of the fact that I am a straight, white, cisgendered woman, and I am also middle class. So I have doors fairly easily open to me. So... Having said all of that, I want you guys to interact with me. Now, I'm sure that when I start, they'll be like, maybe if I'm lucky, a couple of you listening. But if you do, if you are a listener, if you do become a listener, I guess, you can't be a listener already because there isn't a podcast. So that's me getting ahead of myself. But in any case, if you do become a listener, if you listen to an episode and you think this is something she has said does not make me feel comfortable. I will probably be offended, but I want you to write in and I want you to tell me why that didn't sit right with you. And you know what? We should all be offended and we should all be open to being offended because that's how we learn. So, of course, you can feel attacked, but you know what? I want this space to be a very safe space for... um, women, and I've already done it in saying just women, and I actually want it to be a safe space for women, men, transgendered people, uh, non-binary people, I hope I'm covering anyone. Again, with anything I say that you find a bit uncomfortable or it doesn't sit exactly right with you, I do want you to let me know, because I am 
incredibly cognizant of the fact that my experience is not everyone's experience. And I, I am going to be bringing guests on and I am going to be chatting to other women, people, you know, women who own incredible businesses. In fact, I'm not only going to be chatting to women. I don't know why I said that. I'm going to be chatting to women and men. Um, hashtag not all men. But I'm, I am going to be chatting to women, men, and as many people as I can, to be honest. I'm going to be chatting to people on this podcast who are feminists or who aspire to be feminists. And so for me, this is an incredibly important podcast. And I really do want to make it the very best that it can be for you guys. And I want you guys to listen and enjoy and feel included. So if it's not an inclusive space, if you don't feel included, then I would like you to let me know. So I'm now done with that disclaimer. Um, and I did learn that, in fact, from Deborah, which is why I put it all together in this section. So just to start us off for the first episode, I wanted to just chat a bit about South Africa and its feminism. Now, I have noticed that there has suddenly been an explosion of feminist t-shirts in South Africa. Now, I don't know whether that's an actual reflection of what people want. I know that feminism became a huge sort of wave. I don't like to describe it in that way, but let's go with it anyway. It became sort of a huge thing, in any case, in, in the UK. And that's where I've been for the past year, and I'm now back in South Africa. Now, just to clear the, the decks, I guess, um, I am a South African citizen. I was born here, I grew up here, and I decided to go and do some work experience in the UK. So that was why I was out of the country, and I got an incredible amount of experience. Now, again, I... Um, so lucky, so blessed to have been able to to been able to have that experience. In any case, because so many people would love to have that kind of level of experience, I've now decided to come back and, and study. So I am studying in South Africa. Um, I'm going to be studying at Lysof. If you wanted to know a bit about me, there goes the thunder. I'm incredibly sorry about this. In any case, I mean, will the weather just not? Can it not? It's so hot, so I have the windows open, and now I just feel like a fool, because I should have known this was going to happen. In any case, let's just carry on, and you guys can just complain later. <laughs> um, basically, yeah, I've decided I want to study fashion media, and that is at Lysoff in Blair Gowrie. So, yeah, that's it is Blair Gowrie, right? I think so. In any case, that's where I'm going. So I'm not going to the Pretoria campus. I'm going to the other one, the Johannesburg one. Let's just keep it at that. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, so basically, yeah, I've been inspired by amazing women like Deborah and Sophie, Sophie Hagen, Deborah Francis White. Oh, there's, I've just been so inspired lately by these incredible women. And... I've just seen so many women speaking up. So to go back to the feminist T-shirts. Now, I love a T-shirt, especially a feminist T-shirt. But I always find myself at this kind of crossroads. I put on a feminist T-shirt. And you know what? People treat me differently. 
They're like, oh my God, she's a feminist. Scared. I don't know why it's scary, but um, maybe I'm just scary looking. I'm not sure. I'm really unclear on that. Um, but basically, yeah, I get treated completely differently when I put on a feminist T-shirt versus when I put on a normal T-shirt. So I have a couple of feminist T-shirts, and one of them I just bought, actually, at Cotton On, which has, in large letters, the word feminist. It is sort of a soft, pale... I'm wearing it. it ha- it's sort of a soft, pale grey colour. And it basically says feminist and then the definition of feminism, which is, let me see if I can read this upside down, a person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. Apparently, I can't read that well upside down. So please do forgive me for that. But that is what my T-shirt today says. Now, everybody, like, avoided me today. And I was sort of wondering... Because lately, like I said, I've seen all of these feminist t-shirts out and about, like this one, and ones that say, um, I'm a woman, what's your superpower? That's from Edgar's. And they're all, like, really reasonably priced, and they're all, like, really out there. And it's great to see. But I haven't seen one other woman wearing one. So are people buying them? And then just keeping them in their cupboards? I mean, are they occasion T-shirts? I'm, I'm not sure. And this is a genuine question because I always arrive, like I said, at this crossroads when I come to put a T-shirt on. Not only because I'm treated differently, but because I think it changes my attitude as well. My attitude to the world and the general public. Not that I think I'm better than I would have. This is just temporarily going to become a weather podcast while I tell you that it is, like, hailing outside now. So I'm going to pause you and we'll come back to this because ridiculous, honestly. Back to uh, the scheduled recording rather than the weather. Hopefully that is much better for you guys. Okay. Basically, I put on a feminist T-shirt and not only do I feel different, but I get treated differently. And you know what? I feel like everyone's reading my T-shirt and I stick up like a sore thumb. And I don't know if that's actually the truth. But I feel that way. And I can see some women looking at it and going, you really have to wear that? And I understand, but, you know... We, we are the, the women of the world. And we have to be feminists. We have to be, in my opinion. Because if we're not feminists, we're not giving anyone else an inclination as to why they should be. We've got to believe in our gender. We've got to believe that we are powerful and that we can sit on boards of big companies, that we can be in positions of power, not only in places like management, but also in politics. And as much as I'm not a fan of someone like Theresa May, I think she has suffered undue criticism and really sort of unfair. It's been really unfair for her. And I do feel that that is because she's a woman and I might be wrong I might be right but that is my personal feeling that if a man had been in Theresa May's 
position that people kind of might have felt better. It sort of feels like um, if you were to get on board a plane and the voice that comes over the pilot's, when the pilot speaks, is a woman, a woman's voice. And if everyone must suddenly freak out and go, no, I, I, I can't be on a plane that is being piloted by a woman, that's crazy. Women cannot fly planes. And I suppose some people feel like that, but I just think that there is so much undue pressure on women. We have, at the moment, an amazing prime minister of New Zealand. Um, I think she's a prime minister. Maybe she's a president, but I'm sure she's a prime minister. To be fair, I've, I've just Googled it, and she's, in fact, a prime minister. So, um, just checking. <laughs> fact check myself quickly. So, Jacinda Arden, I mean, she's just had a baby um, called Neve, and she is sitting with her baby speaking at the Nelson Mandela Peace Summit during the 73rd UN General Assembly. And she's just been making news and so many women have criticized this and I just can't believe it because why are we criticizing her she's doing an incredible job of running a country so she's had a baby so what I mean no one would criticize a man if he had just had a child and no one would criticize him even leaving that child no one would say anything which is perhaps even more bizarre to me. And I just, I have a lot of respect for women who are sitting in positions of enormous power. And I just think that as women and non-binary people and transgender women who are women, um, we just have to believe in ourselves. We have to believe that we are good enough to be sitting in positions of political and managerial power and that we we can we can run the world so as to say um using a bit of a beyonce twist i mean i do i do just think we have to have that sort of level of self-belief because if we don't i just don't see how we can progress so what i'm saying is basically i think in my opinion, all women should be feminists. Because if we don't support ourselves, who, who else is going to? Why would they? Um, and I think it's really intimidating. I find it really intimidating. Not only the idea of the movement, but how difficult it is to get the wording around it correct. And it's one of the reasons that this podcast has been so long in the making, is that I, for the longest time, I didn't want to make a mistake. And then I sort of just thought to myself, but why am I doing this? I want to get mine and other women's voices heard, and I want to put people on the map, and I want to put South Africa firmly on the map where we are going forward with feminism um, and where we are making moves to change the thought process that surrounds women in this country. And so I suddenly thought to myself, but I'm, I'm holding myself, I'm not only just holding myself up here, I'm holding everyone up. And that's just because I'm really scared of making a mistake. And if we're all so scared of making a mistake, no one ends up speaking up, no one ends up saying anything. And then you end up in a real mess because then you don't move forward. So this is me, this is my podcast. 
And that was my dog. I'm very sorry. We are just moving on with this because now someone has come into the house. My dog is having a breakdown, but I'm not allowed to let her out. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I'm just, what? In any case, we're going to go over the dog, who's also female, and clearly very vocal about feminism. <laughs> so I kind of just rarely feel like, you know, this is me, this is my podcast, I'm putting myself out there. I want to make it easy for other women to start expressing themselves. I've got a few ideas of who I want as guests. Um, and I'm very, very excited to start bringing you more podcasts every week. Um, essentially, I'm going to talk about the people who inspire me, books I've been reading, television shows that I've loved. I'm going to tell you all of the normal podcasty stuff as well. I'm basically just wanting to hold an open discussion and I think we can talk about everything that we've ever wanted to in this format. Um, so the podcasts that I have absolutely been loving that I will mention to you now. I'm just popping into my podcast app so I don't forget anyone. So I've mentioned The Guilty Feminist with Deborah Francis-White, and she has a different co-host every week, which is fantastic. It is a comedy podcast. It's brilliant. Um, so owe to that one. I absolutely owe so much to Deb. I have met her. I have been to one of her shows live. It was the best experience of my life. I nearly didn't get home afterwards. It was in London. Whoops. Um... It was just an incredible experience, and Deborah is such a lovely woman, and um, she does so much for the cause. So if you are looking for a podcast that is more established, it has had over 50 million downloads, and The Guilty Feminist is definitely a good one to start with. Then you've got The Hilo with Pandora Sykes and Dolly Alderton, and I absolutely love The Hilo. They're very posh, very British, but... Um, just absolutely fantastic. They have a really good banter, and they're definitely feminists. And um, I, I, I do find, obviously, they have their own point of view, and they have come from sort of upperclassmen sort of backgrounds. And you know what? That's fine, too. I, I do love listening to them. They've got some incredible suggestions. And if you are looking to add to your reading list, then that is an absolute must. Um, so great one there. Another podcast, it's just launched, actually, um, after the book, Feminists Don't Wear Pink by Scarlett Curtis. And she is going to be talking in her podcast series to all of the women who wrote the chapters in her book. So I think that's going to be great. I think it's probably going to be like 50 episodes because I think there's 50 women who are included. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. So cannot wait to hear more of that. I have listened to the one with Sharice Ronan, I hope I'm saying that right, and Jamila Jamil. Um, and those are both incredible. Um, not actually in a feminist light, but um, there's another podcast that I do love, which is called is it just me? And it is a stunning podcast. It has two hosts, um, Joe Elvin and James Williams. And each week they have a different guest and they talk about things like uh, fussy eaters and carry-on luggage and public spaces and getting enough sleep. And basically it's all done in the format of 
is it just me who can't abide whatever public restrooms or whatever and it's really nice because you get basically three people having this great discussion around this and it is just fantastic it's fantastic to listen to and I do find them incredibly amusing and just great to listen to as well so that is also a podcast that is on my must listen list I really do apologize for my dog she is really just being quite bad um the other one that I will mention as well is a big one called Standard Issue. Um, so Standard Issue was originally done as a magazine and now it is in the form of a podcast. So Standard Issue is was started by Sarah Millican um, and it is by women for women, basically. And they cover a lot of things, broad topics and really well-spoken women, and I do really like it. I enjoy it, but I do find it more of an in-depth listen, so it's one to sort of be aware of that you will need to be thinking and listening. Let's put it that way. And then, of course, you have When Life Gives You Melons. Now, that's hosted by Maya Jama, and it is really, really lovely. It's a really good podcast. covers a lot of topics, again... The latest episode is also the last episode, which is really, really sad. But there have been quite a few episodes, so it's definitely one that is great to just listen to. And um, hopefully it will come back. It's so sad that it's gone. I absolutely love listening to Maya Jama. So um, if it comes back, I'll be first on that bandwagon. Control-Alt-Delete with Emma Gannon. That's a must listen. She talks to all different guests from all different walks of life and it is a really interesting podcast. So we'd definitely listen to that one. I love that I'm doing a podcast here where I'm telling you what other podcasts to listen to. I don't think that's how it's supposed to be. In any case, whatever, we'll just carry on now. Also love The Fringe of It with Liv Purvis and Charlotte Jacklin very interesting they've just started their new series and that is again a weekly podcast and those two are definitely feminists so they are great women another one that i must mention which um is just such an important lesson is about race with rennie edo lodge and she is the author of why i'm no longer talking to white people about race and i have that book and it is a brilliant book. It is a brilliant read. And I learned a lot. So definitely 100% recommend that one. Um, such an interesting podcast series. And just such an interesting woman. Another podcast that I do love, and actually my final mention for podcasts today, is called No Country for Young Women. And that is hosted by the BBC, brought to you by the BBC. And let me just see if I can find a little bit more. Um, it's basically, it's by two women of colour who are living in the Western world. And it's about everyday sexism, feminism. There's one episode called Sex Headscarves. You know, porn feminism. And they have guests and all sorts of things. And they just talk about so much... Um, the review here that I've got in front of me says, I love it as a woman of colour living in a Western community. This show completely resonates. Absolutely hilarious, a complete joy to listen to. So, a brilliant one there. As I said at the beginning of this podcast slash year that I've been talking to you, 
I am a learning feminist. So there's a reason that this podcast is called Bad Feminist, and that is it. So please feel free to reach out to me. And also, if you happen to listen to this podcast and you are a woman in South Africa with a business or a blog or an idea or things you're doing or you just want to chat about feminism or you're an activist or whoever you are, contact me. I would love to hear from you. If you want to just send an email in, I'm happy to read that out. If you want to come on the show, I don't know how I'm going to do that because I only have one microphone, but I'm sure we can make it work. And I would love to do that. I I am actually going to have guests, so I'm going to have to get more than one microphone, to be fair. But I'm very excited to get to this point. Um, Very, very excited to get with you guys and, um, yeah, for this sort of rarely to start. So before I finish off today's episode, um, one thing... I'm going to do, I'm going to use the old guilty fem style where each week I'm going to have a challenge to complete because I really liked that and I really, I was so interested in the challenges that they did and that was back, back, back in the day with uh, Deb and Sophie and it was really interesting and then each week they would come back and talk about their experiences that week with doing their challenge so my challenge this week and if you do listen I'd love it to be your challenge as well I'd love you to join in is going to be to not apologize as often or at least be cognizant of the amount of time I spend apologizing because I am one of those people I am a serial apologizer that's what I do I apologize for everything from stepping on someone else's foot to someone stepping on my foot, I'll apologise for that too. I am always like, oh, I'm sorry, just from maybe being in the way or assuming I'm in the way. So I am going to try and be less apologetic. Now, obviously, I do not mean that if I yell at somebody, I don't know, I don't yell at people, but as a weird example... I I won't not apologise for something like that. If I stand on someone's toe, I'm not going to not apologise. But if they stand on my toe, I shouldn't be apologising. So I'm I'm going to be cognisant of the amount of time I'm spending apologising for things that I shouldn't be apologising for. Basically, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and stop apologising for things that weren't my fault, I guess. Does that make sense? I think so. I've been here for, like, years, honestly, just doing this. And it has been incredible, um, just absolutely brilliant. And um, yeah, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy this episode, which was a bit of a non-event, I guess, to be honest, it was really just me talking about my views on feminism and my favourite podcasts, which is ironic. But um, yeah, if you did enjoy this episode and you'd like to hear more, you'll be hearing more anyway, whether you like it or not, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh if you did enjoy it and you would like to me to carry on with this, um, do just leave a, a response, a, a little rating, a little, I don't know, review maybe, if you're feeling like writing one, which I hope you are. So yeah, just uh, leave a little review or a little rating and definitely just get in contact. What will be below here in the show notes is um, an email to contact me on and um, that is 
also goes for suggesting guests or suggesting, you know, any incredible women that you know that you think should be a part of this podcast. Um, yeah, just let me know because I, I would love to, I want to make this podcast for us. Um, and us, I mean, women, women of colour, um, transgender women, non-binary women, men even. So yeah, I hope you all have a wonderful week and let's all go out together and try to apologize less this week. So I will see you next week for another episode. Bye!